Uh, welcome to the Doghouse Saloon inside Resorts World in beautiful Las Vegas. We are going to be live for the next 10 days, uh, doing this podcast every single day live from Las Vegas. Glad to have you guys joining us here inside the saloon. Those of you that are listening, wherever you listen to podcasts, thanks for hanging out. Guest today, super excited about it. Shad Money Mayfield. Let me rephrase that. World <laughs> champion, Shad Money Mayfield. Shad, how you feeling, buddy? Feel good. I'm glad to be back in Vegas, ready to do some work. You, you didn't. I, Texas wasn't. We'll, we'll get into that. Texas wasn't beautiful to you, but at the end of the day, you had the gold buckle. Yeah. I mean, and that's all that matters, right? Yeah, I guess so. You know, I didn't have the finals I wanted last year in Texas, but it was a kind of a different environment right there in Globe Life. But that's not an excuse. But I had a great year last year, 2020. You know, I won the American in San Antonio, a lot of big rodeos. I had a record-setting winner and that kind of escalated to my gold buckle right there you had a huge lead coming into the finals last year totally different scenario now now you're chasing do you like that would you rather be in the lead would you rather be where you are how do you feel more comfortable uh it's good to be chasing you know what i mean you don't have to have the pressure on you of being number one and staying there uh now i just got to go out and do my job and you know try and get checks and every go around and you know Coming out on top will handle itself from there. From then on, I don't know if it's a cowboy thing or what it is, but a lot of times guys will act like, "Oh no, I did. I don't feel any pressure." But you can't avoid it. I mean, it's a real thing. Did you feel it last year? Yeah. Because you were what twenty years old. I was right? twenty years old. Yeah. But I mean, everyone's gonna have pressure. It don't matter if you're first or fifteenth. Yeah. Know, there's gonna be pressure there. I mean, it's it's not like any other rodeo here yeah. here in Vegas or. Yeah, Texas last year, I mean, it's the NFR, it's a big deal, but, you know, uh, pressure is a big thing, no matter where you are, and it's just, you got to handle it the right way. What do you, I mean, what do you think, what's the goal this weekend? Yeah. Really, the goal, you know, you, whoever is the most consistent throughout 10 yeah. rounds, I think, you know, it's not about go rounds, it's at the end of it, if you win the average, pretty much, you're going to win the world, and, uh, you know, so you just got to be consistent, and, and just Catch all your calves pretty much and tie them all down and be the fastest at the end of the 10 days. You got such a tough field of guys, though. When I look at the tie down rope, and it's every year, I mean, there's a bunch of superstars in this, in that event alone. I mean, you're, you're in the upper echelon, not just of your division, but that group of guys in the calf roping is premier athletes in rodeo. It's tough, and there's a lot of young guys right now. Oh, man. It really is. So fun. A lot of young, fast guys and a couple of new timers this year. But I came up with Haven and Ty. We came up at the same time. And me and Haven, it was both our rookie years. And Ty had already been there a year. But, you know, this is our – all of our third time here at the NFR, so we're pretty much kind of rivals, I guess, here at the NFR. But you know, they everyone ropes so great. You got new guys like Weston Hughes and Justin Smith here. But Weston went to Texas last year, but he's still he's still a young guy. So yeah, right. the talent that's coming up is going to be tough. You talk about you three guys, or you guys coming in for your third NFR. There is some comfort and consistency when you look around, and it's kind of the same group of guys. It makes you feel like you know this is home. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, you compete against these guys all year long, and especially at jackpots. I mean, everywhere you see each other. And then right here, they just bring us head-to-head to have matches against each other for 10 nights. Yeah. Third trip to the NFR, second time in Las Vegas. Happy to be back in Vegas. Uh, I miss Vegas. I got to come here my, <laughs> my rookie year, and I, I really like this arena. I like it a lot. It, it fits my setup, and 
And I, I got a really good lineup of horses here this year, so I'm ready for it. Uh, but there's there's a lot to happen before we eventually crown a world champ. Can somebody get Shad a water? Because <laughs> I have a feeling that you're going to need to stay hydrated a little bit, uh, especially yeah. today and the days following, because it's not all business. I mean, we're going to have a little fun tonight, yeah. right? Yeah, a little fun tonight. I'm going to have to ease up after that. <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, you got to stay hydrated this week. Like, I'm about to go get an IV in me just to be able to have the energy this week. I mean, I go all day, every day doing stuff. Yeah, so. but and then tonight, I have a feeling you're going all night because yeah. tonight's the party, right? <laughs> I ain't going all night, but I'm going to go for a little bit. I mean, it, but <laughs> your name's on the marquee. Your mm. face is up there. you yeah. gotta, you got to be the last guy to leave. I, <laughs> okay. They don't want that. Be honest with me. We're we're celebrate. Oh, thank you so much. See, <laughs> just in, just in case. That's right. Tonight is the twenty first birthday celebration at Zoot here at Resorts World. I'm I'm excited. I've never had a birthday party. Wait, wait, wait. Never? <laughs> never had a birthday party. Maybe when I was little, but I haven't in a long time. Uh, this might ruin you. <laughs> this 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 is a totally different way to have your first real birthday party i know i i didn't know anything about zook nightclub until i i sent it over to my sister i was like what do you think about it she said no way like that's a that's a pretty <laughs> ni- nice nightclub right there i mean jack harlow's playing there so it's kind of a big deal so i'm excited and i'm ready to be there you're kind of a big deal i mean there's a lot of people that are wanting to just show up there just because it's your party yeah and then you throw in you know obviously this this property is incredible here yeah um, it's going to be fun. You, it is. You, you got more pressure on you just just tonight <laughs> than you do during any of the rounds. I know. First night at the round one here and the party. It's, okay, it's but, a lot but, tonight. But don't BS me. Today is not really your birthday, is it? No, it's not, it's not my birthday. Are we birthday. even in the close proximity, or is this just some master plan you made to have a party with your name on it? I don't know. My birthday, <laughs> <laughs> my birthday was a few weeks ago. Okay. I didn't have no. I didn't do nothing for it. Joey said, "Hey, we're throwing you a twenty-first in Vegas. There ain't love be nothing like it." So, I mean, what a better place to do it. What were you doing on your birth? On your actual birthday, were you were you working? Were no, you working? I, I was actually at the doctor in Dallas all day. For I had a I had a hurt knee, and I was at Tandy Freeman's office all yeah. day long, uh, getting MRIs, trying to get my knee right for the finals, which we did. But that's how I spent my whole twenty-first. Okay, so what's what's going on with the knee? Um, I was, he thought I was having problems like kind of last year this time during the NFR, uh, in Texas, but I kind of blew it off and then kind of all year long. And then here recently getting ready for the finals really bothered me flanking and tying and nowhere else really. So, uh, went to Tandy and he kind of looked at my knee and it was kind of a weird deal. He, uh, he thought it might've been a meniscus tear or something. And then they did MRI. Was it nothing serious? And. So he uh, he thought it was something that ran through my back, across my groin, that kind of affected what was going on in my knee because my groin's always hurt when right. I'm tired. So I got to go see a doctor in Fort Worth. He's a he's a good friend of Tanny Freeman, and he's a doctor for the Olympic team also, and he's kind of a massage therapist. Mm-hmm. And I went and saw him for a week straight, and he kind of massaged out my back, uh, kind of down my legs, my groin area, and just really stressed me out, and that helped a lot. I know this is a really random conversation we're having now, but I, I think it's important, obviously. Do they think it's a nerve or a muscle? It, it was just, I can't, I can't think. It was something called, 
that ran right down my leg, like right through my back, through my groin, and on the left side of my knee. Because I broke so, my... I, I, I'm an announcer. I talk for a living. But they told me in this summer my back was broke, and yeah. I was having the same kind of trouble down the inside of my leg, yeah. and, but it would kind of go numb. But it's a little different for you. It is. Your knees are going to be important uh, for the next 10 days. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't tie at all because, like, whenever I'd sit out to tie, I'd roll that knee in, and it, it wouldn't let me at all. I thought it was something serious, but... That doctor just really stretched me out. He says, if we could get that stretched out, I, I think uh, your knee will get better. And he was right. And, you know, it, it didn't just feel right better right then, but as to now, it feels probably 80% and way better than it did. You going to get it fixed after this, or do you know? I mean, ain't really you're nothing You're young, to man. I, mean, I got you're, you're I know, 21. I got to get it to 100%, but, you know, rodeos start right back for the winter, you know, as soon as we get home from here. So, um we got to get right back to it. I don't think people, I don't think casual fans realize it's a, it's a 24-7, 365 job. I mean, there, there is no off-season. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as I get back, you know, I'll probably have two days off, and then I got the WCRA yeah. in Fort Worth. That's a big thing. And then I'll have my circuit finals in Waco and then start Denver, Fort Worth. You know, you don't get no break. I mean, it's just bang, 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 rodeo, rodeo, rodeo. And especially people think once the – the season's over October 1st. They think we get a break, but the new season starts right after that the next week. So we go all year, all year long. I know a lot of guys, a lot, a lot of bull riders that I'm with every weekend, they, they're in the practice pen a couple of days a week or at least once a week. Are you a guy that spends a lot of time in the practice arena? Oh, yeah. I'm in the practice pen every day. Uh, really? You know, it, it's my job, so I got to be there. I'm in the practice pen. I, I ride horses. I got a couple of young horses I work on, so – I got to be in the arena with them every day also. What about horses here? Um, I got two really good horses here. The one I'm riding is Rampage. He won third place in Horse of the Year, and I've had him for two years. I rode him in Texas last year. We didn't really click yet then, but we uh, clicked all year long. It should be good. And I got a new new horse a couple months ago from Blair Burke, and uh, he fits me really good. And if I need to, I'll get on him also here. That's the thing that, that I've always found fascinating about the tie-down ropers is, like, you know, there's, there's a lot of good horses out there, but when you find those, those really good horses, you go to Blair, you know, you guys are really good about helping each other. Yeah. Whether it's find horses or ride horses or whatever, there's a lot of camaraderie in, in that event. Yeah, there is. I mean, horses, good horses are hard to find nowadays. Yeah. It's not like back in the day, I mean, you could find a good horse on any corner, but... It's different nowadays. It's hard to find. And, and they're not cheap. No. <laughs> they went up over the past year for sure. But, you know, my rookie year, I didn't have the greatest horses. I just had, had enough to get by. And then um, after the American, whenever I won the American, won the 600000 I got I started to get a good set of horses lined up. Well, 600000 you can put it yeah, down. You, I mean, you, you can, can buy start some to... horses with that. <laughs> Uh, what was it like for you growing up, though? Like, I mean, uh, your dad was a yeah. uh, an NFR qualifier twice, right? Yeah, my dad went to the NFR twice. So I'm assuming that it was just kind of something you grew up around doing? I grew up in it, you know. Um, ever since I was little, I'd go to the ro- rodeos with my dad, and, and then from then on, he quit rodeoing, and uh, whenever I was seven, I started roping calves, and he took me to junior junior ropings. I wanted to be a bull rider to start with. Really? I did. Why? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I love. And until I was like 12 or 13 years old, I changed my mind. But 
I mean, whenever, you tried it? I tried it. Whenever yep. I was a kid, I wouldn't even watch tie down roper or anything else at the NFR. I just, I'd wait till the bull riding and sit on a little bull or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just feel like I'm riding a bull. As, I mean, that's, that's the start of what I wanted to do. And then when I was like 13 years old, I was on one at a, at a junior rodeo and got banged in the suits, knocked the air out of me. <laughs> and my dad said, yeah, that's it. You need to be done. I said, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's way but, easier yeah. to quit. Than... Yeah. So then from then on, I just focused on calf roping and it, it's worked out. It's, it's, that's a good move, yeah. buddy. That's a good move. <laughs> you, I mean, do you still watch bull riding a lot? I do. I, li- I like watching bull riding a lot. Yeah. I got a couple good buddies that ride bulls. Um, so I like to tune in and, and check all that out and see how they're doing. It's funny because I watch bull riding every single weekend. I mean, yeah. that's, that's my life, and, and I'm always around you know, some of the greatest bull riders in the world. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas so I can watch you guys for 10 days. It's yeah. my favorite event. Watching the tie-down roping at the NFR is my favorite thing to I know. do. You know, I, I love it, but it goes back to like you know, the, the, the Cody and Fred days. Yeah. And there, I just felt like there was so much intensity, and it was just... Yeah, so much fun to watch. I think Cody and Fred, Joe and Roy, and all them set the yeah. pace. And I think tie down rope is the most competitive event in yep. the NFR. I wouldn't disagree at sure. all. I think it is, and I, and that's just from Cody and Fred their rivalry. I mean, that was just, that was on a whole nother level in there. Well, and, and they they had a little flair about them. They yeah. they had some showmanship, yeah. and especially if they were going back and forth, then that showmanship was going to get a little bigger. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. rodeo athletes are are scared to have a little personality. I know nobody. I guess they're too classy nowadays. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know because I know them behind in, the scenes, in front of the camera, <laughs> in front of the camera, they are. But you know, it was different. I guess back in the day, they would talk smack to each other behind the box. Yeah, I mean it's just new generation. They just don't do that anymore. I I can't. Uh, okay, I'm going to ask you this: Who would be rodeo's Conor McGregor? We need one. <laughs> Who would it be? I don't know. That'd have to be a roughie. You'd have to give that to a roughie. You could take that job if you show up tonight. <laughs> I want to be a Floyd Mayweather. If you show up tonight, win the round, and on every interview, you just say, "That's it." I did my job. Nobody's going to catch me. The rest of you guys are playing for a second. Yeah, I don't know who would do that. Not <laughs> I've tried to get, like, Cooper Davis and some of those guys to do yeah. it. It's not happening. No. We got, I don't know we're why. We're lucky. We got good. We got I, good. I think about that stuff, but I just can't do it. <laughs> Thoughts cross your mind? That's right. They really? All the time. You think about how much money those guys are making. Yeah, I think it's. People are scared to sit out there and be cocky in front of the camera and not show out. I, that's, I'm, I, that's the worst feeling, I you, think, is what it is. Look around the room, and uh, <laughs> some of your some of your sponsors might not be too excited if you just walk out there and. Uh, uh-uh, they wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have most of these on my shirt. <laughs> I, I love it though. I mean, we really don't have those personalities, and yeah. as much as like I'm a storyteller, and it's my job to try to help make stars or what have you. Um, I would love for somebody to have a little edge to them. Yeah, you but, know, it's exciting. It is, but I, I love our sport because our guys are pretty genuine. Yeah. We, we yeah. really do. Yeah, I guess it's different. People hold grudges nowadays. But, I mean, we see, we see each other all the time. Like, everywhere we go, we see each other. Yeah. So, I mean, Fred and Cody and all them back in the day, they just fight and get yeah. up and pat each other on the back. Absolutely. It, I mean, it's it, different nowadays. It's fun in the arena, but at the end of the day, yeah. I mean, it's like fighting with your brothers. Yeah, that's You're right. going to hug. Nobody else is going to bother <laughs> you guys. Right. I mean, that's what it is. When you talk about those guys, were you watching them when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Uh, or when you started? I did. I watched Fred a lot and, and 
Cody. I mean, Cody was everyone's hero right. at the NFR. I mean, nobody could do it like him in there. Which, by the way, prayers to Cody Ole right yeah. now. I mean, yeah. I continue to text back and forth. He's, he's yeah. went through a lot the last He has. I had him out of my house a week before I came yep. here helping me out. I was glad to see him get out there and get away from what he was doing and get back in the roping pin. But, yeah. you know, he still has a lot of knowledge, and he, he, uh, he told me a lot of good stuff before I came out here. Yeah, I mean, obviously the, the record speaks for itself. And all of those guys, though, I mean – that's uh, it's great because you had a lot of guys in front of you to really show you how to do the things and they they all gravitate towards you too for some reason yeah. they 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 enjoy being a part of your story yeah they do just like fred i talk to him all the time he's been a he was a good impact on coming up my my rookie year he started off entering me in all the rodeos got me started off right and and cody helping me before i came out here you know them guys i mean just because they're done they still want to be involved right. You know, a little bit in any way, just like Joe Beaver, he helps John Doubts, and and yep. he, Joe helps a lot of other people. You know, so they still want to be involved in the sport, and and it's good for them. And I want to be the same way when I'm older. I, I think that's so cool because those guys, you can tell that they're passionate about this sport. They're always trying to help the next generation. And you said that's how you want to be. Have you gotten that yet? Have you gotten to the point where like there's kids coming up to you asking you questions? Yeah. All the time, you know, whenever I just go to jackpots or something like that, there's a lot of kids that just follow me around and stuff. Because, you know, I, I used to be that kid, you know yeah. what I mean? Just, just wanting to know, oh, well, what's, what's sad you use? What kind of ropes? You know what I mean? They just, but I mean, it's, it's good. I, I, I like to see it because I remember I'd, I'd be that nosy little kid following guys around, seeing what they were doing. But like the other day, I was at a roping in Tatum, Texas, and there's this kid following me around everywhere, just kind of asking me questions. Yeah. And just trying to get my knowledge, but I mean, it's a good thing. I like to see it because I want yeah. to see the the younger generation come up and be great. A lot of people will go get away from me, kid. You know, <laughs> yeah. just like it's super annoying. Yeah. But you never know who that kid's gonna be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you guys have the power to change somebody's life. Yeah, what you do and say right there could affect his whole future. Yeah, we were talking the other day, and and there's a friend of ours that um, a, a kid met and it completely changed their perspective of them. And yeah. they're not a huge fan anymore because of one interaction. Yeah. And now that kid's whole excitement about that person is gone. Yeah, yeah, it's something else. I mean, I, them kids just look up to guys like us, I guess. You yeah. know, that's what they want to be. That's what they want to do. So what impact you have on yep. them right there at that moment is going to impact them for, yeah. for a long time. We talk about it being a long year and, and no off season. You guys are a little different. I mean, bull riders can jump on a plane. Yeah. Um, they can fly from city to city if they need to. It's, it's probably a little different yeah. for you. A lot of miles behind the wheel. A lot of miles. Who I do mean, you travel with? Um, this year I traveled with Quade Hyatt. He's a buddy of mine. He okay. was a rookie this year. He, he missed out on making the NFR, but um, well, it, was, it was good. I'm glad we got to go together. He's a good friend of mine and I have another guy that drives for me, call him Teddy, and he's, he's the best. He, uh, he helps me out a lot, and, I mean, we go a lot of miles and helps me keep my horses sound and take care of the rig when I when I'm, need to focus on roping and stuff like that. So, I mean, it, it helps out a lot. Do you have a favorite traveling partner? <laughs> uh, probably Quaid. We have a lot of fun together. I, I, and I asked that because somebody told me you travel with Jackson. Is that right? That's my dog. Yeah. yeah. What kind of dog you got? I got an Australian Shepherd. Does he go with you all the time? He everywhere. How old is he? 
he's uh, four now. Okay. Since he was a baby, he uh, went with me everywhere. <laughs> I love it. I wish yeah. I could take my dogs, but I got two Dobermans yeah. that I I can't get them on planes. Yeah, everybody knows Jackson at the rodeos. We just get there and let him out. Really? He'll, he'll wander around trailer to trailer, and then he'll come back. <laughs> have you ever he's lost him? I, we have one time. Really? We Where have at? one time at Dodge City, Kansas. It was in 2019, and... Um, my dad let him out of the trailer, and he ended up in some neighborhood right down the road. And <laughs> like, not even other trailers, just no, in just town. in a neighborhood following another dog. <laughs> and he was still a puppy then, but they were, oh, the announcer during Slack was, if anybody's seen Jackson, Chad's dog, please call him. Like, it was that big. Somebody's going to so. call you someday and be like, wanting puppy support. Like, Jackson got out and started running amok in town, yeah. in a neighborhood somewhere. Yeah. Go back to Dodge City, right. your pups. <laughs> yeah, might be. <laughs> That's better than a lot of guys. Yeah, You, yeah, you can yeah. handle that. Um, let's talk about growing up. You, you, you talk about your dad being uh, an NFR qualifier. Mom was a teacher, right? Yeah. Actually, before we go there, let's talk about this, because you posted, maybe my favorite post of the NFR so far, is uh, your date the other night. I love it, man. <laughs> yeah. Taking mom with you. Yeah, it's my mom. You know, she's been with me from the start, so I got to take her. She's That's kind of how that works, man. She's been my date past three NFR, so got to keep it going and until I get a girlfriend, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's not going to be hard for you. Yeah, yeah. I need to wait a little longer. <laughs> yeah, you wait a lot longer. Yeah, you got a, yeah, a lot Maybe take do. mom for a couple more years. I waited almost 40 years. I had all these goals that I wanted to accomplish yeah. and focus on me. I'm, I'm a little selfish. I can admit that. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you want to do something, yeah. focus on it, get it done. That's right. Until the right one comes along, and then it's perfect, right? That's right. <laughs> but uh, mom, mom's your date. Yeah. What does she think about walking the red carpets and the gold carpets and, yeah. and being in all the photos with you? She loves it. Uh, it makes her makes her year being able to be here and do that. I mean, she watches me all year on the Cowboy Channel, and you know, just to be able to come here and, and walk with me on that carpet and get my back number and stuff, you know, it means the world to her. And I'm I'm glad she could be here for it. That's so cool. I, I yeah. bet I bet your family's super proud. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are. But my family's kind of different. Most most what do you people, mean? <laughs> most people, when you make the NFR, you throw a party. Congratulations! You know, if I make it, it's just—I mean, you're not done yet. I mean, good work. <laughs> it's just you part made of the job, it. yeah. Right? Good work, you made it, but that ain't what matters. <laughs> That's funny to me. Yeah. So, I mean, it's—it's it's expected. Uh huh. It is expected. You know. Do you uh, like that? It, it's tough. Well, I mean, because I, mean, it, I, I feel good. like if you work that long, yeah. you work that hard. I mean, you spend your whole life trying to reach these goals, yeah. like. Damn, give me a little celebration, man. <laughs> I know. It, even my rookie year, uh, I was just 18 years old whenever I was going, and, and I made the NFR. It was like it was still expected, from, yeah. especially from my dad. He puts a lot of pressure from, on me right then. And, and you know, it, it was just like from the start, we're going to buy your car, going to make the NFR. And, like, from the start, you know, I was kind of like, eh. Didn't just believe in myself that much until I got out there and just started winning. And then, you know, it just I just started to see that once I didn't make it and then make it last year, and especially this year, it's just no congratulations, nothing. Yeah. It's like it, it's a, you got to get it done. You got to do it. <laughs> yeah, you're coming in third, man. Yeah. You, you got you to gotta leave Vegas number yeah. one. That's yeah, it's like you should have been first going into <laughs> the NFR. <laughs> like uh, the movie Eight Seconds. Well, yeah. if you'd have held on a little longer, you could have won first place. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Has it always been like that? Always been like Were that. Were you in other sports growing up? 
I played uh, football coming up, but, I mean, it just wasn't real serious like this. Is. If you'd have stayed with football and wasn't, like, Tom Brady-esque, they, they wouldn't have even cared, huh? Yeah, it'd be trouble. It'd be trouble? <laughs> so football wasn't your gig? That's right. I, I like football a lot. Really? Uh, I quit playing in 10th grade. That's when I just kind of said, I'm just going to focus on rodeo, but I was pretty good at it, and I think I'd have had a good career playing football. I really liked it. Junior high and before that, I pretty much always. What'd you play? Uh, I was running back in junior high and stuff, and then high school I started playing quarterback. Are you fast? I am. I'm Still, pretty, I'm pretty athletic. Yeah. Even with the bum knee. Even with the bum knee. <laughs> Never mind. I was gonna foot race you, but uh, so so if you weren't doing this, if you weren't rodeoing, where do you think you'd be? I don't know. I'd probably be in college doing some. Doing something? You have no idea. I have no idea. You'd be living the college life. I would be. Yeah. Really. There's never been anything else that you said, man, I really want to go try this or do no. that? I mean, if, if I'd have stuck with football, I felt like I might have. I mean, the NFL and stuff, that's hit or miss kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, that's a long shot. But, you know, I'd have definitely uh, been in college trying to get a good education. Yeah. I want to go back to, to mom and dad. We talked about dad. Mom was a teacher. Is that right? Yeah. What did she teach? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. You, you, uh, you have no idea. I have no you idea. Know she was a teacher. I have no idea what. I know she's a teacher. I don't know what she teaches. Oh, uh, like was it at yeah, a school that's close? Bad at me. <laughs> like, was, did yeah. you go to that school or? Well, when I was in elementary, she she just was a substitute teacher. Okay. So she was my substitute teacher a couple times. Okay. That was no fun. And I was gonna say, yeah. did ever, did people mess with you? Yeah, <laughs> she'd mess with me. And uh, I'd mess with her, too. It wasn't good. She'd uh, embarrass me right in front of everybody. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. But um, as soon as I graduated, she became a full-time teacher, and, and she works. I don't know what she teaches, but she's a teacher. Don't worry. She, she's not here. I'm glad. And uh, she probably ain't going to listen, so it's, it's fine. I know. It's fine. What was it like growing up? I mean, how was the childhood? It was good. It was good. It was you grew nice. up where? Uh, Clovis, New Mexico. New Mexico, okay. Yeah. Clovis, Portales. Right you know, there in that area. Nice yeah. little spot. We'd go to Texas every weekend to go to some ropings. I used to spend a lot of time in Texaco, New Mexico. That's where I went to school. Is it really? It is. Yeah. I, LJ L- Jenkins. LJ's from there. Yep. Yeah. LJ Jenkins. I used to go to Texaco all the time. LJ's got a, there's so much going on here at Resorts World uh, the next few days. The, the Bullfighters only happening tomorrow and Saturday. And then next weekend, LJ Jenkins has a, a bull riding that's yeah. going to look like a mini PBR World Finals here yeah. at Resorts World as well. Um, there's not a lot to do out in that part of the world. Not at all. Um, that's why we'd always, me and my dad, every weekend, we'd load up and go to some ropings yeah. in Texas. But I live in Texas now, and I, and I really like it a lot. There's a lot to do. Yeah, where, where are you at? Uh, Lipan, Texas. Okay, so, yeah. so for Shad, when, when you're at home, what's your day-to-day routine? I mean, what are you doing when you're not in the arena? Um, right now, I'm building my place. So, okay. I mean, that's pretty much what it is, is building fence, and I got a lot of cattle and messing with those, and, and uh, just pretty much that. I've just been working on my place, and, and once I get, get done with that, I'm going to do a part-time whenever I'm home, not doing nothing. We're going to do a part-time building crew, build fence and oh, stuff really? like that. Yeah, so, I, I enjoy doing that also. So you're just being a cowboy. That's it. I mean, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I can't just sit around and do nothing all day. I got to... 
I got to get up and do something. That's good because most guys your age are, that's all they want to do yeah. is sit around and do nothing. No, I, I get too bored. I get, and then especially I learned since I got my new place, I mean, I, I just stay busy all the time. You know, there's yeah. so much to do. And, and uh, I mean, there's so, much, there's so much potential out where I am and opportunities uh, of building and stuff like that that I want to start out now, um, create a little business, and hopefully whenever I'm done roping, and retired, it might be something big. So you want to have your own company, your own business, have it set up so when you're done, it can just go manage itself. That's right. You, I have a hard time, even just sitting here visiting with you, I have a hard time. i got to remind myself that you're just now 21 years old. You yeah. carry yourself a lot better than, no offense, but like most 20, 21, 22-year-old guys. Yeah, no, I, I had to grow up early. Yeah. Since to be here where I am, I couldn't. I had to mature at an early age. Whenever We're, I turned 18, I had to. I had to be ready for it. When you were in school, were you hanging out with the older kids? Were you, you know, with guys your age? Because, like me, I, I would always hang out with the older guys. Yeah. And I felt like that helped me mature a little bit yeah. as a 16, 17, 18-year-old kid. Yeah. But when I was your age, I was immature as shit. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I was a disaster when I was 21. Yeah. Whenever I turned, whenever I, in 10th grade, I started homeschooling. Okay. That's whenever it went went off when I had to mature because I started going to open ropings for open against the big guys and stuff like that, amateur rodeos. So, yeah, I was hanging around the bigger, older guys, and, and you know, you can't act like a kid around them. They'll just yeah. kind of down you. And and you got to be mature in the PRCA, too. You, you know, you got to take care of business to be able to be successful. It is a business. Mm-hmm. I, and I think a yeah. lot of people just think, oh, well, you know, you're just rodeoing, but... The way that you guys rodeo yeah. to be able to get here. I mean, there's 15 guys that have to take care of business. Yeah. It's, it's not an easy thing, and it's not just showing up at this rodeo and entering the next one. I mean, you've got yeah. to dial it down in between. Sure. Yeah, you know, it's a lot. Um, you really got to take care of business because, I mean, we're on the road a lot. and I mean, you get tired easy, and there's so many distractions out there nowadays. I mean, you got to be focused. Twenty four seven, and and I like to say it's my job, so I got to take care of business. Yeah, I, I and I'm a guy that I'm not good at taking care of business, even <laughs> even at my age right now. Thankfully, there's other people that do that. But part of it is, and you're young, so I don't know what you're going to say. Do you spend time in the gym? Are you training? Are you doing things to get ready? Or um, I recently started training. Okay, uh, at home I got a trainer, kind of lives by me. His name's AP. He's a team yeah. roper also. And before the NFR, we kind of started doing some drills and stuff like that. And whenever I get back home, I'm going to really, really start training and get, get into better shape. Um, I think I'm in good shape, but I think I can be in a lot better shape. And I think it'll help me physically and mentally. I think that, that when, you're, when your body's healthy and your yeah. body's strong, I think no question your mind starts to sharpen yeah. up too. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot like he taught me how to eat better. That's important. And drink a lot of water. Stay hydrated, and I mean, I learned a lot from that too. Because I mean, you got to take care of your body so that I could be still be going and still be healthy when I'm 30 and 35. Well, and what you guys do, I mean, it's physically demanding. Yeah. It, it, it's you have to be athletes. Yeah. There's not. It, it's man, I'm gonna make somebody mad. It's not like team roping, you know. It, it's not. You're not just swinging a rope, and, and not that that's easy by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. But but what you guys do is physically demanding. You you need to be at your peak performance. Yeah, we got to take care of our body and be and be in really good shape, because especially once we leave for the summer, I mean, 
You ain't going to be find places where you're going to eat good. You're not going to yeah. be in the practice pen, nothing. And you're just going to, I mean, a lot of people might get lazy. And, and I mean, you got that's where you got to be in shape before you, when you take off. And especially on the road, be able to stay in shape, you know, and keep your body good to be able to keep going throughout the whole summer and feel good. How many? Because, there, I mean, there's been a lot of times, um, even at a young age, I mean, I get tired. I mean, I just get down sore and tired. And that's... And that's when you ever you got to be able to take care of your body. How many hours a day do you think you you spend with a rope in your hand? Uh, three or four hours a day usually. Because really? I mean, I team rope at the house too, and I rope calves, and then I will also work on my young horses, just riding them around, tracking calves around. So usually, yeah, I, I have a rope in my hand pretty much all the time. Where does that? I mean, it, it takes a lot of drive. It yeah. takes a lot of passion. Where does that come from? What, I mean, what is it that forces you or, or drives you to go spend three hours a day practicing? For me, it's money. Is it? <laughs> I like money. Yeah. I lo- that's, a, that's the most honest answer I think I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what and it is. Conor McGregor acting son of a gun, you. It's all about the money. <laughs> it is. I mean, I'll go to a jackpot, and I want to win all the rounds just so I get all the money. Like that. I'm not lying to you. I'll do that. I love it. And, I mean, that's what it is for me is for the money. And there's so much money in, in calf roping right now, nowadays and anywhere in rodeo that you just got to be able to go get it. Is that, is that where the name came from? Uh, pretty much. Who, who After, gave you the name? Uh, this lady, uh, her name, last name is Julian from Gallup, New Mexico. Whenever I was... Sixth grade, she made me a rope cam, and she put Money Mayfield just because she thought of Floyd Money Mayweather. Right. And, I mean, I just kind of went off of that. And then after the American last year, I mean, it just, or two years ago, pretty much after that, I mean, everyone just started calling me Money Mayfield. Just kind of took off. Yeah. yeah, Can we change your answer? The next time somebody asks you that, can you just say, I gave it to myself (laughs) because I'm money? Or something. That's something Conor McGregor would say. Exactly my point. You, you mentioned yeah. you mentioned Mayweather a couple of times. Are you a yeah. boxing fan? I do like watching boxing. Really? Yeah, I do. Is Floyd your guy? Floyd's my guy. Really? I was pretty disappointed he tied with the what was it, Jake Paul I, or, yeah. or Logan? One of them. I was pretty disappointed in Those that. Those guys are but, geeks. Oh, I know, but I, I really like watching boxing. Really? Yeah. You ever try it? No. <laughs> Me neither. I've I've been no. close second in yeah. in a few fist fights back in the day. Yeah, never wanted to try it for a living. <laughs> no, I like watching it though. Yeah, I, I don't mind watching as long as I'm on the other side of a screen. Right. I don't want to be anywhere close to behind the camera. I'm the weakest guy. If a fight broke out right now, I'd be in a fetal position underneath this table, <laughs> saying "Run for your life." Oh no, you don't look like I, it. I, it. Looks can be deceiving, my friend. <laughs> looks can be deceiving. Right. Uh, so three hours a day in the in the in the arena. Yeah. Live cattle, live not live cattle. cattle. Um, and I rope the dummy too. When I team rope, I'll start out. Um, I'm training a little heel horse also, so I'll start out roping my smarty dummy, and that's I got a rope in my hand then. And then, you know, I, I love to rope a lot, especially at home. You know, I if I ain't roping kids, I'm team roping or doing something with the rope. You like team roping as much? I do. I like. I mean, not as much. I mean, it, I'm. I'm not just a great team roper, you know what I mean? I'm just average team roper. So, so it's not something you want to, like, you don't want to be here team roping? Oh, I do. You sure. do because there's more Someday, money if you're yeah. in two events, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I want to be, a, I want to get all around go buckle before I'm done. Good. But I hope, I mean, Stetson Rice is going to be tough to beat for that. <laughs> Holy cow, that kid's yeah. something. But, 
Like I'm in the time in the lazy. I'm in the time event coming up in March, so I'm about to learn how to bulldog, and I've tripped a little bit. So, you know, maybe one day I could be able to trip and bulldog and calf rope and team rope too. Maybe one day and go really, really go for the all around race one year or two. There's a guy down in uh, Texas that made a pretty good living yeah. running the all around. Very good. Twenty five times, or is it twenty six? Twenty six times world champ. Yeah, that's. The, that's a lot of... Somebody's going to need to step into those boots. Yeah, yeah, someone's got to. And and uh, Stetson Wright, he is too, but he's on the roughy side of it. I it's going to be hard. Yeah, he is. He, I mean, he, it's because he's dominant in, in both events. And I think he would have gave Trevor a run for his money yeah. back, back in the day too. Yeah. Because, I mean, Stetson, he's first in the saddle bronc, and he's in there in the bull riding too. So, I mean, he has a chance for three gold buckles every year. You do you take time and watch other events when you're on the road? I do. Do I you? Do. I watch. I watch bull riding. Like I said, I like watching yeah. that, and then I watch team roping. And I mean, I watch all the events. Pretty do you? Because a lot of guys will just get there, do their deal, and then it's on to the next one. Yeah, that's but right. But you'll take the time to hang out and I watch. Do. I do. I enjoy watching it and and just watching the competitive against against all them other guys and stuff like that. I like to keep track of it. You have other tie down ropers that you really enjoy watching. Oh, yeah. I mean, all them guys I enjoy watching. I watch everybody. Really? You know, I try and, especially the older guys, Shane Haiti guys, Ryan Jarrett, you know, I like to watch them and try and get stuff from them because um, I think Shane's the smartest calf roper there's ever been. Really? So I try and learn a lot from him. Just as far as, like, knowledgeable, being able to explain it? Knowledge, being able to explain it be able to thank just everything like that i think he's that's why he's so dominant and like he isn't the biggest guy or most athletic or anything like that i just think he's the smartest guy there is and another really classy guy yeah he, he really is a class act yeah he is so like them guys i like to like to watch them and learn stuff off of them i'm gonna be honest with you i woke up this morning the hardest decision i made today was what color hat i was gonna wear because <laughs> i figured you would come in with something crazy or or something blue or something new man I'm, I'm disappointed today but but are you gonna mix it up this week just straight black hat straight black hat that's what i like to wear really under the lights yeah but this is my first first year wearing a pecan and i like to wear it just around and whenever the lights come down i like to wear my black hat i i had mine on this morning my and we yeah. would have looked stupid sitting here with the same hat <laughs> no um I I just I feel like you're a guy that that cares about style and what you look like. I do. I really I really do care about what I look like. My fashion board, important. Like to, fashion is important to me. Really? <laughs> I mean, you look good, feel good, rope good. Agree, hundred percent. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. I I think it's important. I I want a nice watch on. Yeah. I I want my my good ring on when I'm oh, working yeah. in front of people. Like it's important to look it good. It is. I mean, how how you look is be able to tell how classy you are in front of other people so that that's important to me my horses always look good um i mean they get bass every day before they go here. really so you know I, it's real important to look good here that's uh that says a lot about a guy that, yeah. that you'll take the time to it make does. sure that they're taken care of because that that in and of itself is a lot of work it does and my and i mean a lot of people you see ask about me you know i'm always at the truck wash you know i care about how my truck and trailer is always clean i mean i'm just that kind of guy i like that me too it it drives me nuts i drove to las vegas from oklahoma yeah 
I had the car detailed and washed, waxed before I left. Got yeah. here. It's set in a parking garage, and I walked out there this morning. It was all dusty, and it's driving me <laughs> nuts. I know. I got my truck and trailer washed before I left, and then it got dirty, and then we washed it again when we got out here. Do you spend money on like like crazy fashion stuff at all, or is uh, it pretty straightforward? It's pretty straightforward. Is it? Yeah. If we jumped in your truck right now, would it be spotless? Are you are you like super OCD? It's, you look in it, it's spot, it's detailed. Do you do it, or somebody else do it? I usually I. Tr- I try and keep all my stuff organized, but when it gets dirty, I'll, I'll get someone to detail. I'm horrible, man. I'm horrible. <laughs> yeah. I got to have somebody do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I can't. I don't like cleaning it, but I once it does get dirty, I'll, I'll get someone to detail it. What's the craziest thing you've spent money on, like big money? Other than, I, I'm not talking about a ranch or anything like that. Are you, have you ever went out and spent ridiculous money on something just ignorant? <laughs> No, I don't know. Because you won, what, how much you win at the American? Oh, don't bring this up. Six hundred. Six hundred thousand. After that, I was a little ridiculous. For you, was what? I was ridiculous. Really? There for a little. Bit. Like, like what? Because Pro- probably a Polaris Ranger was probably the most ridiculous thing I bought. That's so boring. You can use that. I know bull riders that no, have went but, out and bought but the new next rims. Year I got one for free. Wait. You got one for free and just the decided to go year. get a, get another one. Oh, you got a the okay. I got year, you. I yeah. got you. I got you. But like, I I didn't have to get the top notch one in it. I mean, I don't even <laughs> use it now. I just look at it and and the price of it probably went down by a lot. But I paid thirty thousand for it. <laughs> it's a it's a tax write off, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing nothing crazy. Like you're nothing not into too expensive. crazy. I spend a lot of money gambling. Yeah, that's easy to do yeah. out here. I think everybody does that out no, here. No, I do that everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. So it's not just a Vegas thing. No, I uh Where started, the hell I are started you? in Guymon, Oklahoma. Wait, what? Last year, yeah. <laughs> and I I won two thousand there. And then from then on playing blackjack, I just got a addiction to playing blackjack. Just find little so casinos? Everywhere I go, I mean, just on the rodeo road. I mean you could ask the guy that drives for me, oh there's a casino. I'd make him exit. <laughs> we go back. What, if you got guys traveling with you, I mean, are they in or are they, they mad at you? Quaid won't play. They won't? No, Quaid sees how much money I blow and won't do it. Not going to happen. <laughs> not not going to do it. Do I need to get you like a phone number to call because you're addicted <laughs> to gambling or what? No, it's been good to me here in Vegas so okay. far. All right. All right. Well, we're just getting started, too. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't get too crazy. We're, uh, That's right. I know. I need to take a break. I'm up, I'm up pretty good right now. <laughs> That's uh. Man, that's fun. That's awesome. We it need is. to not run into each other because I could sit down at a blackjack table and be there all night. It is. Let's talk real quick as we start to wrap things up. Like, what, what's something that people don't know about Shad Mayfield? See, I don't know. Really? No hidden talents or anything like that? I'm, I'm pretty open. Really? Yeah. I mean, there ain't really. It's, it's all just out there. It's all just. Is out it all there. out there? Because I happen to have some blooper photos that I'd like to bring up. Right, I'm just kidding. Everybody <laughs> said you hate that. You hate What's the that? the blooper photos that like catch you in a bad spot. Oh yeah, they got them everywhere on me right now. Really? Yeah. There's a nice one over at the uh, Cowboy Christmas that I don't I don't know if you've seen. I, I took a picture of it, but let's see it. You you don't you don't like? I like that one. That one that was pretty good. <laughs> Where's, where's that one at? Yeah, I like that one. That, that, that one's pretty good. But there's some other ones that are, I just look at it, I'm like, oh, my God. Why? I mean, it, it, does it bug you really, or is <laughs> yeah, it just funny? even my sister would text me, what were you doing here? <laughs> I always thought it was a, a, a girlfriend or a wife thing. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm one of those guys, and I can admit this. If we take a picture and I look at it, I, there's a good chance I might go, nope, redo it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I, and I don't mind it. I'm, I'm fine with it. Way. I'm the same way. It's, it's important. It is. It is very important, especially nowadays with social media. <laughs> it's everywhere, man. It you is. Can't make, you can't make a mistake. That's you gotta, right. got to keep rolling. All right. Well, um, 10 rounds, yep. gold buckle, most importantly, a whole lot of money. <laughs> right. What's more important, the money or the buckle? You win all the money, you get the buckle. That's a really, really <laughs> good answer. Um, party tonight, right? That's right. Zook, nightclub. That's right. After the round? After the round, hopefully after a round win. After the round, you go get your buckle, then you come back here. That's right. Awesome, man. 21st. Well, uh, anything else? Anything else? Like, tell everybody listening at home where they can follow you, social media. How do they find you? Keep up with you. Um, I got a website. Um, it's called www.themoneymayfield, and you can find that. My Instagram's themoneymayfield, and then I got uh, a PRC athlete page on Facebook, Shad Mayfield. So you can look me up and and find everything on them. Are you a social media guy? Are I'm, you are you pretty active? I'm a, very active on social media. Good. That's big. Good. It, it is huge. And yeah. I, what I find is like people don't realize that's how a lot of folks just keep yeah. up with their families. It is. It is. That's how everybody keeps up with, with me nowadays. Um, family, f- fans, everything. It's all on social media. Last question. If I turned on your phone right now, went to your iTunes and pushed shuffle, <laughs> what would be the most surprising song that popped up? Ain't no telling. <laughs> what, do, what do you listen I got, to? I, got, I listen to a lot of hip-hop, rap, and, and country sometimes, too. Okay. But, yeah. you, but you're more of a rap guy? I am, All yeah. Right. All right. Nothing crazy like Hannah Montana soundtrack? No. or I, got, I might have a couple Hannah Montana. Okay. Songs. Anyways, well, we'll wrap it up on that note. <laughs> right, I can't perfect. wait till tonight. Round one, Thomas and Mac. Money Mayfield's about to back into the box and party in the USA from Hannah Montana blast through the speakers of Thomas. That's right. There you go. Man, go have some fun this week. Appreciate you taking the time to hang with us here today live at the Doghouse Saloon inside the Resorts World. Chad, thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thank you guys all for hanging out with us, putting up with us here. We're going to do it every day of the Wrangler National Finals live right here. You can catch the podcast anywhere podcasts are or on YouTube. Matt West now. I'm Matt West. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody.